It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You know who has some hippity hops, guys? Hippity hop. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what made me think that. Because I just, (laughs) you know why? I guess because. Someone was on your lawn. Well, this no, this is before even any of the the Josh stuff came out. You know, with the the incident in Denver and a suspension. This was way before that. That that clip is weeks way before. And I just can imagine Max and Jay how people think in the world. You know, they ah oh, these dudes look at his hair, look at the hippity hop, the clothes there. You know that type. But that's that's the reason I said it because I can imagine people saying they'll never win anything because of this or they'll never win anything because of their clothes. And people really think that way. So that's what he I was poking for. He was just at. listening to Big Bank Hank on his way into on his way into work that day. Yeah. Oh God, Jay. Zion Williamson, guys, cleared for activity out two weeks. He's originally strained his right hamstring on January second, but he re-injured it before the All Star break as he was prepping for his return. A two week reevaluation would be April fifth. The Pelicans having just three regular season games remaining, you know, at that point. So Kendrick Perkins, listen, Zion Williamson, remember his sneaker blew up and at the Duke. whole at Duke and it, when he was still in college, it was like, yeah, his, he's so explosive at his size. Will his because his can his frame take it right? Well, not so far in his career. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst on NBA Countdown. Listen to this. I would actually trade Zion. To who? I would find well, a pack, find somebody. I would find someone and trade him because again, you just asked the question about for us, like basically, can you trust him to be your franchise guy? And since he came in the league, no, because you can't trust that he's gonna be available on the floor. And so when I look at this situation, I'm like, okay. This is starting to be a trend. Like, every single season, we're like, oh, Zion and lost weight. Zion looks healthy. Then all of a sudden, this happens. If I'm the Pelicans, I have Brandon Ingram. I have uh, C.J. McCullough. I have a bunch of young pieces that are over there playing extremely hard that has a bright future. I would actually consider trading him this offseason, to be honest with you. Jay? Hmm. I don't see anything wrong with what he said. What are you going to get in return? You think you don't have a... You don't have a trade partner for Zion? I, I didn't say you don't have a trade partner. But if I'm a realistic GM and I'm on the opposite side of this and I've seen that he's played 119 games. Well, that's the problem, though. in four years, 39% of his games. I know what the upside is, but I haven't seen this guy healthy for a full season. He's been yeah, hurt every the, year. I think that, you will that's get the chance a, you take right there, though. That That's the big elephant big in the room, so to speak. Is is I don't do that. Is he available? Like, can you get, Max, like you said, a trade partner? Can I convince you to take my bad luggage? Because at the end of the day, why are you trying to get rid okay, of him? Okay, right. I'll tell you who's going to take him. This is this is going to be the market for Zion. If you're looking to get a, a close to a fair deal given his level of talent, it's going to be a small to medium market or 
otherwise a market that has a hard time getting their hands on a blue-chip player, right? By the way, even a place like, say, Dallas, some place where you go who already has a star, you want to get another star, but for whatever reason, it's hard to acquire those guys. You know, I think Indiana, markets like that. Would you, would you as Portland. a Nick, would you take him? Would you yes, take him if for I, if Randall, I, if the Knicks, move Randall or whatever else and send Randall? I think the Knicks right now have something good going, and I think they're in a position to land some superstars in the not-too-distant future for the first time ever, right? So I wouldn't mess with – if I was the Knicks, I might not mess with it. Maybe yes, maybe no. But if I was Portland, if I was Indiana, if I was even maybe Dallas, as I mentioned, some team that thinks – can't usually get a guy like that or I have a guy like Lillard or Luca yeah the guy's been hurt a lot but we've seen with MBJ just because you start out that way doesn't mean you can't eventually become basically an everyday player there's no way in hell I'm trading him there's no way you're trading I'm not him, trading right. him right like you're not I, trading I, him or trading for I'm not him. trading him if I'm the Pelicans what, what, no why I'm not. Though? why though? because I think the upside too much yeah. is too high for him the dude when he is healthy is averaging 29 seven rebounds, and shooting 60% from the field. Like, he is an elite, elite player. And we gave him a rookie max extension, and I, I, I made the decision to go with him instead of Ja Morant. I have to swallow that pill. I have to own that. But, like, right now, to give up on that, especially, like, when he's been in the league for, not, I mean, three and a half, four years, I still think the upside so, is too high. And I'm a market so, like New Orleans. I'm not sure when I'm going to get a talent like that again. So what if he gives you 39% in the next two years? What you going to do? Well, that, that's, I have to take that bet. I have to I make that calculated bet. Keith. So you're willing to take the risk? I, I, I think I have to. I'm invested in it. I've been with it for three years now. So, so he's scheduled to come back. Yep, he got a rookie max extension, five years, $193 million. Starts 2023-2024. So he's scheduled to come back and play, but if he comes back and play and he's less than himself or, or, or whatever the case is, and then you, you look into uh, early next year and you have the same thing happen where he's missing time, you're not going to have your reservations and think, well, maybe, man, it's, it's time to move him? Well, I have a lot of reservations. And now if we get to the end of next year and he gets hurt again, then obviously I, 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 you have to look at it. But I'm saying like, I have another year. I give Zion let, me, let me bring up Embiid for a second again, because Embiid started his career. He went third in the draft instead of first overall because of injury history in college and concerns going forward. In his first two years, he didn't play at all. And then he started playing, and he was playing 50-something games a year, missing a lot of games. And, the, and then when he finally made the playoffs, Al Horford gave him the business, even as he started to improve. Does he have the fire and all this kind of stuff? And it, maybe his body's just too injury-prone. He can't practice himself into good enough shape to really go so right Max, in the games. His, his but, first, first year he played 31 games. Who? Joel Embiid. First year that he played. His first two years he didn't play. Yeah, 2016, 2017, 31 games. Right. right? Okay. And then 2017, 18, 63, then 64, then 51, 51. Yeah, so, but it's averaging more or less through the same point of his career what Zion's doing, not, not playing a lot. But that was a plan in place for him. But, but, but the, the reason Max, I bring they up had, – They came in knowing that he was injured. Got it. But the, re, the reason I bring up Embiid is, on the one hand, you look at him as an example of, well, just because it starts out a certain way doesn't mean he can't get to be a mostly everyday player superstar, MVP guy. But on the other hand, Embiid does not rely on explosiveness, right? He has his size. He has footwork. He can, he, Zion relies on explosive athletic ability, Jay. Do you think that he has enough skills or could develop enough skills to offset that once it starts to diminish? Because if you don't think that, 
and he goes through another year of not really playing a lot, probably it is time to move on, right? Yeah. I, I go back to that original question, though. What do you think you can get in return for Zion Williamson? Because if I'm the opposite side of that negotiation table, I know that he is injury prone. Like, I'm taking the risk, so I'm not giving up a lot of my major assets for him in return. So I think the market wouldn't be as favorable as people would think because you think about the upside, but then like, I'm not willing to take that risk. But if that market's not good, if that market's not great right now, then if you It's not going to be better same, if he gets hurt again, Key. You know? That's what I'm saying. You have the same events. Later on, the market's going to dwindle even further down. So why not get what you can get in knowing that, okay, I'm, I'm washing my hands clean of this. If it works out and he becomes the greatest ever to play, then I'm just – I got egg on my face. I would stick with it for one more year. If you're okay. Portland, you wouldn't want Zion Williamson? Yeah, sure you, you got to get Damian Lillard some help. Apparently he doesn't want to leave, right? Or He's not that kind of player. And, and, and the primetime free agents are not going to Portland. It's up in you know, the corner of the country, late games, the whole thing. So, so like, but it's true. That's why they don't. No, I know. It's guys, just funny. Right? It's late games. I'm sleep. Yeah, right. It's the late games in L.A., but you're the Lakers. You're the premier brand. The sun shining is a lot different, right? Yeah, so the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest is different, Key. The weather, the, the whole thing. So, if you're them, Jay, I would take a swing. You can't have Anthony Simons. You can't have a couple of guys. But otherwise, here, take these draft picks, take some pieces that – you know, basically clear the decks and let me get Dame Lillard and Zion Williamson and one or two other guys and start making a run, you know? Yeah. Look, I know we, it always comes down to this question, like, do you think you can win a championship with Zion Williamson, which I think is just like the, the most erroneous question of all time. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can win a championship with Zion Williamson. As your As what? The main guy, player. though, Jay? Your second best, best, third best, what? Well, like, I mean, well, he's he the main cog. guy, I guess. He's a key cog. One of your I max mean, contracts. Let me ask you a question. You think he would be the main guy right now in, with the Pelicans, or is it Brandon Ingram? If you need a shot, how do you define the main guy? Is the I'm main guy a guy that's I'm, a dagger that the, can make a shot down the end? Because I'm giving the ball to Bi. I was going to say I give it to Brandon Ingram all day long. Now, I would say Zion, could, I would ask, could he be one of your max contract players and you win a championship? If he's healthy, yeah, yes, right. That's yeah, it. That's right all you need be. to know. That's he's all you need to know. But when you're talking about max pack, max contract players, max, max contract players, max. max. When you say yeah, yeah, like a max, a lot, lot of maxes. When you have two to three of those guys, chances are you're gonna be right in the right. stuff. Yeah, right. By the way, they you were know. at the top of the Western Conference before he got hurt, y'all. Like, don't forget, it was only. Several months ago, like, they were the team in the Western Conference. So he's got obvious value bug. when he's on the court, yes. of course. So, like, yes, I think it's legit when Zion Williamson is healthy. The question is, if he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks, that gives you two or three games left in the regular season. Do you think him coming back on a minutes restriction that the Pelicans, considering how open the Western Conference is, can make a run? That's the question. Let me ask you a, a stupid question. So you're going to ask a question to a question. Yeah. Okay. Can they make a run? Like they're not going to win a championship this year, right? They ain't going to make. They ain't going to make a. You're going to ask me the same question I just asked you. No, I'm going to ask you a stupid question. <laughs> Pelicans and Grizz say, "Let's redo this draft. We'll we'll trade Zion yeah, for John ja. Who you're says talking, no? We're, we're Who says John no? We're right. going to do that all over again. Yeah, we're not going to go back right. there. <laughs> you're taking John Morant. Jaws one and Zion's two. In spite of the recent difficulties, if we did it all over again, and the Lakers taking Tatum or Ball. I mean, like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, right? Oh, the Portland Trailblazers taking Michael Jordan or, or uh, what was my man? <laughs> the Trailblazers took instead of uh, MJ. Sam, Sam. No, not Samson. No, no, uh, uh, Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie, uh, yeah. 
Well, yeah, Lajuan uh, went one though. No, but but I'm saying Portland took Sam Bowie yeah. instead of Michael Jordan. You know, if the you did famous, it all over. If you did it all over again, do you think that Portland would rather have Jordan? You know, the famous on, quote about that was someone called Bobby Knight and said, uh, "Who do you think we should take?" I forgot who in Portland, the GM called Bobby Knight said, "Who do you think we should take?" He said, "Jordan." He goes, "But we need a center." He said, "Draft Jordan, play him at center." <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I don't care what you need. The answer is MJ. I mean, I, I get the, the the main question. If you're if you're Trajan Langdon, if you're David Griffin. And you're in a situation like I, I get what it looks like, and trust me, it's legitimate. Perk has a legitimate answer. Like I, it's not unreasonable to say you wouldn't trade Zion. For me, just I'm so invested in it, I, I need to see it through for another year. Some people say, like, and trade by the way, my career is staked on this right now. I feel like I've taken. If you're David Griffin, you drafted him over Ja. That's your career. If you dra- if you trade him. Essentially, and he kicks off like that's a huge loss. As Key said, Key, Key uh, voiced the philosophy: trade someone a year too early rather than a year too late. And Jay, you're saying, hold on, let's uh, w- let's see if this guy can stay healthy enough to be it to be worth it. I because obviously, year. when he's on the court, and maybe because I come from a pro football background, you know, yeah, man, they we, say, we, see you. He's like, yeah, get two years Not for long <laughs> NFL. Could this season be the end? Speaking of for long, <clears throat> of Steph, Clay, and Dre in Golden State together. KJM ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Why are you whispering? We're live. We're arguing right now, live on TV. All right. All right, Leah, let's talk a bit. Let's do it on TV. Yeah, we were talking about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's right. Mavericks are going to file a protest after a disputed possession in a 127-125 loss to Golden State. Mark Cuban said the refs had initially awarded a possession to the Mavs, then changed it to the Warriors during the ensuing timeout, but never told the team. And that led to Kavon Looney making an uncontested Hello? dunk off an uncontested inbounds play late in the third quarter. Nope. No, key lost. Key lost the uh, sound. Lost key lost audio. sound. Don't talk out loud, key. <laughs> anyway, the crew chief Sean Wright said in the pool report that the refs had originally awarded the possession to Golden State. Jason Kidd, Mavs head coach nowadays, said there was a lot of confusion about the uh, during the inbound. Listen to this. It wasn't really explained. I think there's a lot of confusion. Um, a lot of people were out of position. 
the court was split. We're on one side and the Warriors on another, and you have uh, a referee on the baseline. Mike was on the baseline, so I would assume Mike thought it was our ball too. If there's confusion, it's easy to just come in and blow the whistle and, and get us restarted because it was confusion. Um, understanding that we thought it was our ball, there was quite a few people out of position on that play. It's, it's easy, it's, it's correctable, um, but you first have to admit there was a mistake. Um, but there wasn't, and so we, we have to continue to keep playing. AJ, so, I totally agree with Jason Kidd here. If you look at the video on ESPN News right now, I mean ESPN, sorry, ESPN U right now, what are the refs thinking? Everyone's on one side of the court and everyone's on the other side of the court just by accident? Come on. Uh, it, it, was, it was a massive blunder. First off, Kevon Looney got away with a, with a foul, defensive foul. He literally yanked down Lucas' jersey with the back. You see him yanking him down. It's right here in ESPN U. There's a yank down, pulls him down, and the ball goes off his knees. Like The ref does make the right call who's on the baseline. I don't understand where all the confusion comes in and then how it becomes to the Golden State Warriors ball. And by the way, if you are going to hand the ball in, if you see all the players on the Mavs side going towards their basket, why wouldn't you just stop and say, wait, let's just figure this out real quick and get everybody situated? That's the, that's the, that's the Trump card, right? Like that's the, that's the thing that just beats everything else in the argument. And Jason Kidd made that point. Come on, man. You see one team's over here, one team's over there. You know something's not right. Just clear it up. It takes five seconds. But... With that being said, that happened at 154 left in the third quarter, right? So when I start seeing, and I I get that we live in a world where it's like, let me tell you about all the things that went wrong and that's why we lost. No, that's not why the the, the Mavs lost the game. If the Mavs got stops down the stretch on Stephen Curry's two possessions, they win the game. right. So like this goes back to the bigger picture around the Mavs that we have issues with, their lack of defensive abilities – because that's the real reason they lost, not going back to this blunder, which it was a blunder by the refs at the end of the third. Yeah, but it's third quarter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's move it to the second quarter. quarter. Let's say that same, same blunder happened in the second quarter at the beginning of the game. That's not the reason you lost. You lost much like you said. You didn't play defense down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, wasn't there between that in any bad call, right? It just, it's just Two a points. bigger deal because they go from being the sixth seed to them being tied for the ninth, 10th seed between those two spots with the Lakers, with the one loss. So the Mavericks are trying to do now what many teams have tried to do in recent years. And you guys bring, use the term microwave, right? Like they want a microwave. Oh, let's bring in Kyrie and see if we can do something before the end of the season. The Suns, we got KD. The, KD tried it with the Nets. I'll put these guys together. E- even LeBron going to an established place with Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade back in the day. Me and Chris Bosh, and we're not two, not three, not four. But it's the Golden State Warriors. Yes, they did get KD at one point and just make it ridiculous. But they didn't microwave it. They developed it. They drafted, developed. First, Mark Jackson saying these are the two, this is the best shooting backcourt of all time. Then, yes, Steph, shoot from the parking lot. That's fine, right? Then you bring in Steve Kerr, unlock the offense. There's, it's mo- the ball's moving more and more dynamic. And, now there's, and, then, and then the five out with Draymond. This has been a long and incredibly successful process for the Golden State Warriors, but could this be the end of Steph, Clay, and Dre together in Golden State? Draymond Green has $27.5 million player option for 23-24 that he could choose to exercise. If he declines it, he hits free agency at the age of 33. Jay, (laughs) what's Draymond's value on the open market? It's not $27.6 million. It's not? No, Max, he's averaging eight points per game. I mean, it's, I, 
I think Draymond Green is a special piece to a championship team. But that is going to be valued higher with Golden State than that would be on the open market. Like, if you're Draymond Green, you're looking at the situation saying, how do I turn down $27.6 million? I, I don't think somebody's going to come with a whopping – you know, four-year, $150 million deal for Draymond Green. I think the market will look at him very differently. Now, everybody's talking about him going to the Lakers potentially, but if you're Draymond Green, I I might be realistically looking to opt in to that player option because I don't think I'm going to get that on the market. Yeah, you you know, I I look at this situation and been in different negotiations and different sports and just around the game. You you, you look at similar to the Chris Paul situation, right, when Chris Paul was up. It, it Phoenix, he, and he had that option to opt in. And I don't remember exactly what the number was, but then they wind up extending him and basically stretching out that $60 million that he was due and then adding a little bit more on to it. I think you could do something similar with Draymond Green. Uh, maybe his maybe that one-year number is not $27 million. That one-year number is $15 million, but that 15 is over, you know, you get – Three years of that 15 or four years of that 15 or three years of 20 instead of 27 is three years, 60 now. Maybe that's something along those lines because he is older. He doesn't score a whole lot of points, but he brings a lot of defensive knowledge in into the game as well as just the heart and soul and the beat of a franchise. So you look to extend him, Jay, and give him, you know, 60 over three opposed to 27 in one year. Keep in mind, Bob Myers, Warriors GM, is in the last year of his deal. I'll say this, beside whatever Draymond could get or where he might be going if he does leave, I know Clay is better than Draymond for for a lot of the years that all three were together. But to me, when people talk about redefining basketball, like the postmodern era of NBA play, Steph, and to me his real crime partner, is Draymond. Draymond's the guy who did all the dirty work, who allowed them to play five out, who allowed them to get to that death line up right back, especially when you're shooting 38% from three, because Steph and, and, and Clay were creating all that space. But like when I think of the revolution in basketball, remember Charles Barkley, jump shooting teams can't win, three-point shooting, Phil Jackson was saying the same thing. Then this team came along and said, oh, no, no, the game is completely different now. And Draymond, to me, is the real is the pick and roll partner with Steph is the guy who along with Steph Curry changed the game more than anyone else if he leaves Golden State that is really the end of an era so the warriors are so far over the the cap are you like are, are you going to go i mean they, they redid Jordan Poole's contract they redid Andrew Wiggins contract Clay Thompson like so are you, you going to give him another big deal? You're going to go that far over the cap for something that seems like it's giving you somewhat diminishing returns? It doesn't seem to me like they're the kind of franchise that are going to try to keep doing what they already did. They, it looks like the kind of franchise that will now look to, to take the next step in the evolution and try something new. They were already trying to do that on parallel with a lot of their youth. That's what they were trying to do with James Wiseman before they made the move to go get GP to second, right? So you're at this inflection point of your Golden State by saying, who, who can we replenish – with that's youthful and young that we can get on the cheap, if possible. I'd be sad just as a basketball fan if Dre left Golden State. It just fe- it's like the end of an era, man. LeBron or KD? Who will play a bigger role in the team's playoff run? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I think he's got to be not only great, he's got to be MVP level. He's got to carry that group in the absence of LeBron James. And I'm just not that optimistic, guys, that he can sustain it. What's the identity of the Lakers? That's a real question. And the identity of the Lakers is they're a beatable, average basketball team. I love AD. He is a complimentary championship player to the player. He's never going to be the guy. As I mentioned in the update, here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Anthony Davis, listen, he has, he has been a team carrier since LeBron went down. When he had that bad game against the Knicks and they lost, he took responsibility, came back with a monster game. He had 27 points and nine boards, and the Lakers beat the Suns 122-111. Now, Austin Reeves, 20, he can play. Austin Reeves is a real NBA player. Like, he's good. 25 points. A real NBA player. In other words, he's not a drafted player. <laughs> yes, he was in and a the, lot of, yes, he is a real NBA player. A lot of times, undrafted guys <laughs> or guys you get from the G League or something like that, they come in, they can play 10, 12 minutes, Max. but they're not real rotation pieces. Yeah, that's different, Max. Say real but, rotation but pieces. That's what I, but I mean, you didn't say that first. You that's said, what I mean by well, they that. They are real rotation pieces. They're real rotation players too, Jay. They're in the rotation. Yeah, they but just there get are less guys minutes. Like, he's a real NBA player. I'm like, so like the guy who's 12th and right, he's yes. a real NBA player? Yes, he's a, he's a replacement level. Yeah, they're real level. NBA players. Yes, he's they're a, all on the roster. No, 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 no. I love there, y'all. there are replacement level players. By definition, they're guys who don't bring you real added value that's, over someone in the G League. different than saying a, a rotational guy. That's what you I see, mean. But you see, you see what you did, though? As soon as you said it, both athletes, Max, said something. As soon as as yeah. you said real yep. NBA player, both athletes on the show Notice that. said something. You would think so, that being in the industry for 25 years now, that would have any effect on what I'm going to say next, and yet it does not. No. It has an effect oh, on, on our God. audience. That's, that's what matters. I, can, that's I don't fine. need to change your perspective. Anyway, your as I was saying, don't anyway him. He has a point. He is. He's so dismissive. Yeah. A real NBA player. He is. He's good. He had 25 points and 11 assists coming off a 35-point performance. I was a fake NFL player. You never said that? <laughs> you, I just want to know. You never said that. Yeah, he played in the NFL, but they, no, no, never. No, I'd say a cup of coffee. Okay, a cup of coffee. I'd say yeah, a cup of coffee. Yeah. A cup of coffee. Yeah, I'm yeah just, coffee, I, sure. I would never – I would never – I would never say – because even if he was on the practice squad, he played in the NFL, he just was on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. I, I just – because the, I guess – for me and Jay, and I can't necessarily speak for Jay, but I kind of know his mindset when it comes to this stuff because he's a player. When somebody diminishes to a degree someone's ability or skill set or occupation or what they do, especially when it comes to sports, 
you see our ears immediately yeah, perk athletes up. Athletes are very sensitive you know? to this. The oh, he's a bus. Know, a bus? For the vast majority of the population. Vast majority. Like, the athletes number in the thousands, and the fans number in the hundreds of millions, right? So for the vast majority of the population, they are comparing the highest level of player, like the leagues, the, the NBA, 400 guys, the best players in the world. We're comparing you to each other. So if someone says you're sorry, we all know, or we should people should know these are the best in the world <laughs> but compared to the best in the world you can put any population on a bell curve some people are going to wind up on the wrong side of that curve and what i'm yeah, saying is austin reeves sorry, is not though. austin reeves is squarely in the middle of that curve he yeah. fits in he's very, almost, like he's a very, real very square based on the way he dresses with his uniform for sure <laughs> what's the problem with the uniform <laughs> yeah, you got to get it right man it's just not you know he can score 30 all day long but in that uniform, it looks like you just out there playing pickup. All right, let's I mean, break it down. Here we have it up on ESPNU. Break it down. Well, shorts are too tight. Okay, so underneath the shorts, you you have the the tights, and his shorts. tights pressure shorts, and they're the same size in length as his basketball shorts. Now look behind. They might you be see, shorter, Keith. It looks like they're they, shorter, and they may even be shorter. <laughs> you you look behind. That's the way they're supposed to look. Hachimura is behind. Hachimura looks right. Uh-huh. And, and his, his, right, his, his number twenty-eight, like right above the knee. Yeah, you can see it right on on ESPNU if you're watching. And they're right above the knee, slightly out of the shorts. His jersey uh, is a little out, so it's not all tight. It's kind of flabby, hanging out a little bit. He has a sleeve on. He has colored shoes. Now look at now look at Austin Reeves. Okay. First of all, he's white. He got a white uniform on. He got white socks and white shoes. Ain't no way in hell you're supposed to have them all white. It's just not that you don't do that. If he so had a darker tan shoes. on some, some sneakers with some color? Nah, even if he had a tan, it wouldn't look right. Because you can't wear white uniform and white shoes. You see, he has on purple shoes behind him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Reese has, like, no, no elbow sleeve. Kobe Bryant sleeve is what I like to call it. He has no... Nothing on the calves, nothing on the legs, nothing. He has no headband, Caruso-like. He's zero tattoos. 1955 Boston Celtic-type looking player. He could play on the Lakers in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. It would fit in. Jerry West and Elgin Baylor. Yeah, he got a little Jerry West look to him. But we're not playing in the 60s and 70s. (laughs) The 2000s, man, we're getting ready to be in 2030s in a minute. Come on now. What you, you can't do? tell Jay, me. He... If you could make three changes on Austin Reeves to, to make him look the part, what would it be? Man, y- y'all got this. Like, I, I Go, to... Jay. Stop I, acting I, shy. I, I want to talk hoops about him, man. He's balling right now, dog. Of course he's he balling. He's, no, he's legit balling. Like, the yeah. ball is in his hands yeah. so much right now. Like, I would never have expected. Austin Reeves has always been, like, a, a good defender to me. He, like, he would have been a guy that comes in, gives you good minutes. But, like, watching him, right now, it feels like he is, like, on his way to becoming, like, a star in this league. He is I a never highly, would have thought I would have ever said that about Austin Reeves. He always, to me, looked like a highly skilled scorer, Jay. Just if you watch him score, it looks like 
he's precise with it, right? Like, you, he's the type of dude that, like, when Kobe would talk about details, he looks to me when he has the ball like one of those guys. Like, that's why I like the Mamba nickname. It's the, Very the, detailed. Yes, it's, like, precise stuff. But he also got to the free throw line. Like, he, he's great at drawing contact. Like, he's really smart at that, right? So, it's like, he, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, some players you see, like, oh, that dude has a high basketball IQ. Like, he knows, like, there's one thing to combine his athletic ability and his sneakiness on his shot, but he, he's always at the right spot, and he picks you apart. It's <laughs> yeah, real, though. He, 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 went, to the, he went to the free throw line. You said, said what, well, Max? He heard a what? couple key words there. <laughs> sneaky. Sneaky. He's, he's, well, sneaky. he's sneaky. It made me laugh. He's crafty. High IQ. But, 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 but D'Angelo Russell was sneaky and crafty. Like, oh, we say the we, same we, thing. By the way, it is we, possible we for a white player to be sneaky and, and high IQ and that not be a racial thing. Yes, like, it uh, might be just an description. Right. No, he's not saying it racially. It's just funny. Because if you listen to professional games on television, it's always sneaky, high IQ, a guy who, you know, you would like to bring home to your mom and dad. See, I didn't say all that. Stop. <laughs> but you didn't say – I didn't say you said it. I'm just saying typically – Jay, come on now. Okay. Typically you hear those words, and Max, you know this. Yeah. That, that's sneaky it. Fast. That's all. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky fast. fast. It just sneaky. it just makes me laugh when I hear stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey just fast, right? But yeah. it, but unless you're Christian McCaffrey, you're sneaky fast. No, well, I don't he, think yeah. anybody calls Christian McCaffrey sneaky fast. No, no that's what I'm saying. No. There's some oh, yeah. some, yeah. some dudes who are just level. stupid athletic. Everyone knows Mike Trout is a crazy athlete, but another guy might be sneaky. This. And what that really means is you're not expecting it the way it's packaged up, and this is something that race is. That's a why, but see, that's thing, why so, I need you know, him. I, that's why I need him some Tyra Hero in his life, though. I got to get right. him to not too much Tyler Hero, though. Not too much. Well, not you know what I'm saying, man. It just looked like Jake. Stop. You gonna stop? <laughs> you gonna come on my side and stop acting like that? You know what I'm saying? He just needs some. You know, you know, you just like a little bit of that, especially his basketball. You just need it. Just needs some but some. Meantime, that's why I like I I, I like Luca because Luca got some of that. Got you know, it just yeah yeah. And the Joker's just like only dude who could wear it any which way he wanted, and there's nothing anyone could say was Larry Bird because he was giving the whole world the business. He could wear his shorts. Yeah, as but he high was going to talk that talk matter. though. Yeah, he no was talking that talk. So all right, the listen, business. The matter. Lakers, meantime, because of Austin Reeves, because of Hachimura, because of Beasley, because of D'Angelo Russell, have a real team of real NBA players. When LeBron gets back, that's right, I said it. Real NBA KJM, players. KJM, ESPN Radio. Real NBA player, Jay. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. You can join the conversation, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst. Vince, we've been analyzing... What's going Austin on? Re- we've been analyzing Austin Reeves and his... Yeah, man. I'm over here dying laughing. <laughs> But hey, he can ball. Vince, he can ball. VC, how they going to call him Mayo Mamba? And he got Thanks. on the, the white socks Bro, and I don't. the white shoes. <laughs> but but, but you, you remember this now. At one point, not now, at one point it was a standard. When you were at home, you had to wear the white. You know, you wear white uniforms, you had white shoes. On the road, you had dark uniforms. That was a standard at one point, Key, where you didn't really have yeah, a choice yeah. or an option. The, to, today's league is a little different. Yeah, but he's in today's league. Hell, he ain't in the league when you first started. No, I, I get it. He's in today's league. I, no, bro, no, I get it. I get it. But, like, bro, he's, from, he's, a, he's just a country boy from Arkansas that loves basketball. That's how I see him. When I, when I look at him, I just, like, he just loves to play. And he's now developing, you know, some swagger with that. Like, you hear him talking in the media now. I, I just wanted to go there to tell him, like, bump y'all. You know, all of this stuff. Like, you can see a different – you can see confidence in this game now, but I mean, I, I, you had me dying over there. I, I must but, say but, that. But look, look at it though. What what does look? You play with the headband. You play with the with the thick wristband because of the arm sleeve. Yeah, arm sleeve. Now get me some right. accessorize him though. He's missing stuff. Think about it. I get it, but he's Bro, missing but it, some it, stuff. <laughs> if you, I, I got you. I got Showing it. I mean, like but you if you never play. Yo, you said, <laughs> and you said about the short, the tight shorts, and you know the shorts uh, of the tights being longer than shorts. That's today's league. I, I mean, literally, you see guys going in there uh, 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 like preseason, and they get the, their uniform, and they're like, "Hey, man, can can I get some shorter shorts? Because these are too long." I was hearing that near the end of my career, which was just amazing because I came in in the obviously the big shorts era, and it, they they got shorter and shorter. But that's what guys that you, in high school. You, I'm sure you watch high school basketball. Like, yeah, the, their, their uniform are tight. Their uniform, like, are, they look like little spandex. Yo, VC, <laughs> I, I do want to get on the court for a second. So, they're saying that LeBron could come back with two games left, right? The more mm-hmm. and more I think about mm-hmm. it, VC, like, I, I get worried about guys deferring to LeBron. Everybody's like, well, how does Austin Reeves or how does D'Angelo Russell stay as aggressive? And you and I both know, like – you need the volume of possessions. Mm-hmm. You need the ball in your hands to find rhythm. But when LeBron comes back, it's naturally the ball's going to be in his hands. How does everybody goes away. not become mm-hmm. stagnant? Well, well, Jay, I'm going to say this first and foremost. I still think the focus should be what Darvin Ham said in his post-game interview. 
you playing through him first and foremost, and then everybody let the game flow from there. Yes, you have LeBron James. You have to yeah, get the ball in his hands and get it. But the blessing in disguise to me, being with him being out that long, is he has other guys he can, uh, dare I say this, defer to but or allow to make plays because I think his usage and the way they used LeBron James, because they needed him. I'm saying that they needed him to play the big minutes, to score all the points, you know, to score a lot of points and, and take a lot of shots because they didn't have the, the properly constructed offense. And then it got better. But, you know, it's a lot of wear and tear at that point when that trade happened. Now I think you're getting more guys with contributions because you can put the ball in Austin Reed's hands. He can make plays for them to keep, the, you know, so now just imagine LeBron James not, not, not being the primary ball handler and getting the ball with a live dribble, you know, on, on, on the open side of the floor or whatever. Like that's what they have now in Austin Reeves confidence and in all the other guys who are actually playing better basketball. And of course their defense is top notch since he's been out. VC, how do you ease him back into the lineup though? Is he coming off the bench for a period of time or are you uh, starting I- him, but pulling him early? Like, how do you, how do you do that rotation? I, I mean, I can't. I, I, this LeBron, I can't imagine them not starting him. But uh, yeah, I think you you play him. You you play him in spot minutes. I mean, you play him in five minute, three three to five minute increments. Which you know we hate that as players because when you're getting your rhythm is when you come out, and that's what we hate. But you want you want to make sure that obviously you get wins. And it, to me, I'm like you kind of monitor him early, and if you need him late in the game, you're eight. You have some time to play him. You know more minutes late in the game. Some, sometimes they, they use, use all the guys' minutes where, they, you, you know, you can't use them. So the most important thing to me is making sure LeBron is going into the playoffs or playing in healthy as possible. But you have to get wins. They're in that predicament where you have to, it's, it's going to be a slippery slope of how you monitor that because you need wins. Mm-hmm. BC, we got about a minute left. Uh, what were your impressions mm-hmm. of Ja Morant last night in his first game back? I love it, and it was as, as expected to me. I, I felt like, you know, one, they, they love him there. He's done great things in, in, there in the community and, and, and for that city. Two, he's had a chance to not only, you know, uh, uh, just feel good about the, the responses from, from the fans, but get some rest. And now it's kind of in his mind, I think it's redemption. I'm going out there to, you know, to ball out. This is how you kind of block out the noise. It's going to be there, but you block out the noise by going out there and ball. Like, I, I saw him go baseline. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, you got to play his way into it or whatever. Man, please. He goes baseline, cocks it to the side, boom, on an athlete. So I just think we're going to see that. I just like to see him bring that dog out. Don't, don't work your way into it. Bring that dog out. And I think, you know, obviously the team, his teammates support him. But, I mean, it's just a great start. And they, this is a great energy boost for the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, getting ready for the playoffs. Vince, before we say goodbye in about 30 seconds, do you see any scenario where they could chip up this year with Jaron Jackson Jr. and Desmond Bain and all these guys? With, is it They went six games with the Warriors last year without Ja, and the Warriors chipped up. No, Ja was there for the first three Yeah, games. but he but wasn't there for this, the last year. He was there for a couple of – but this yeah. is going to be a corner answer, in my opinion. I, Anything is possible. Anything is possible in the West right now. It's just like whoever's hitting their stride at, at the right time. And matchups matter. Mm-hmm. 
matchups matter. So I, I just it depends on who they get in, you know, in, in, in their matchup. I think they can make a run, though, because they're going to be a tough out regardless right. because right, they're Kevin a very Garnett. confident group right. with or without them. Anything is possible. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Thank you, BC. Yes, always, guys. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.